Seder Gomel. We're on page Shinzai. We're, we're in the, the Mishnah here that Shemaya uh, said, Ehobis HaMalacha, that's what we spoke about last time, Usnes HaRabonus, which is uh, the Swara, that a person should be Sonis Rabonus, and he shouldn't think that the Malacha is a design for him. Okay? And then the third component is, Don't get close to authority. It doesn't pay off. You know, a prime minister, an MP. So we're going to learn tonight in Mitz Hashem the first part of and then he's going to speak about the Nakuda, why it says, he's going to go back to the first sentence, Meaning not only you should work, but you should love to work. Which again is a Chiddush. So he's going to say, Ba'omar ba'al tisvada l'rishus klal. On page Shin Zayin, on the right column. So maybe you have a show? Tzuzamen. Okay. Ho'etzel lomar, sha'al yihen noida l'srar l'gamre. Kol kach yehoda machik atzmo min ha'rishus. Shedov ze yoter gura me'akol, שאין מגיע לו בזה טובה, רק רע. רבי ישראל, look at footnote 1036, the Arbabanel, who had a lot of experience in this, what does he say? וזה לשון אברבנל, in footnote 1036. וגם אני עודהו, I will also admit, שכל ימיי גדלתי בחצרי המלאכים ובטירותם. My whole life, I hung around these kind of people. ואוי לו למי שהכירם ונתקרב אליהם. It's terrible to get to know them. The best is to distance yourself. So Abbanel, speaking from his own experience, as we know he used to be, he was the Sarah outside, he was involved with, and then in Portugal, and he says, he says before, I hung around them the whole time. And I have one piece of advice to say. Stay away from them. Why? And any authority, by definition, is not personable. It doesn't connect to it. It's not necessarily a negative trait that the Rashut is not involved in individuals, rather it's Nivdal. I could show it to you also in Torah, like the Israel. So for example, I'll tell you a story that happened once. Ivan Kotlisetzal, when he was building the Olam HaTorah in America in the, in the late 40s and 50s and so on. And he, he used to persuade people to stay in learning. Oh, directly or indirectly. And there was a fellow who stayed in learning, and he wasn't a big Rosh Hashiva, and he didn't come out as a big Lamdan either. And after like 10 years, he wasn't like what? The father of that fellow approached Rabban and said, listen, you know, you persuaded my son to stay in learning, again, directly or indirectly, but what is he today? He's not. Parnosa, he doesn't have either. So, well, what came out of him? If he would have gone, got a career, learned a Parnosa, he would have been a Baal Baal So, Rabban answered him back. He said, we are in the midst of a war of establishing Torah and, and, and after, after, your, your, after the Shoah. And in every war, there's korbanos. That's what we But it's korbanos of the war. 
Now, how did that father feel when he felt when he heard it? That's a different Nakuda. But that's a, it's the same you said of this Mishnah. When we are, when there's a, a, mag, when there's a, 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 a big program of trying to establish Taylor in the world after the Shoah, we sometimes cannot look at each individual and see what, what does he need. Because if you do it in such a kind of orphan, fine, you'll take care of the individual, but there won't be Taylor in America. When there's this global universal program that you're focusing on, some, you cannot be involved on an individual basis. Another example. So I'm, I'm saying it's not necessarily a Dover Gnai. It's a Mitzvah um, The example, let's say, Gilad Shalit. Gilad ben Aviva. Right, as we know. So he's Nebuchadnezzar. He, he, he's, he's in captive. It's Ayam ben And everybody thinks, what do, what do his parents feel? What does he feel being there for so long? But Me'itach Yisa ain't poidim shvim yotel mikdeidemem. And a Medina cannot, focus, cannot function based on individuals. What, you, you're going to free a thousand, uh, uh, four hundred Arabs? Of Mechablim? The Mamash, uh, Mamash murderers? You know, I mean, you know how much effort was invested to get those, to put them behind uh, uh, bars? How many people got killed doing that? So again, if you look at the, at the individual, whose heart doesn't, you, uh, doesn't plot? But when you're running a country, could you look at the individual? You cannot. I always thought to myself that one of, it says one of the simonim of the deterioration of the world before Mashiach comes is, Hamalchus tehafech leminus, the Gmaran Saita. Maybe there's another beer of Hamalchus tehafech leminus. The Malchus, which is a global, universal, super thing, are going to focus on each yachid. Minus, min bifnei atzmai, every yachid. You can't, a country cannot be run based on Yechidim. Bocha said, I'm not the one who has to make the decision. And it's mamish, mamish, din in the flushes. And in the day of Sanhedrin, you wouldn't need to ask this to Sanhedrin or to Urim Batumim. But I'm just saying, if you focus on the individual, especially as Yidin, how could you not feel for this boy, for this family? But when you're looking at the, at the, at the Tzibur cloud. It's a, what, we're going to release 1,400 Palestinians for what? Mamish Mechablim? And put the people on the next abduction? And, and they say Mepharish, that again, statistics show that when you release them, they get involved again. I'm just saying, I'm not Machriya, I'm just saying it's two ways of outlook. There's the Klal, and there's the Yachid. And when you're focusing on the Klal, it sometimes comes in the expense of the Yachid. And the Mishnah is giving advice to the Yachid. If you're looking for your good welfare, don't hang around the Rishus, because they don't look at you as a Yachid. They look at you as a pawn on their chessboard, who could do this, who could do that. Yes? So what? It depends what the price is. Of course you should try to do everything. Pidyan Shui was the biggest mitzvah. <laughs> but there's a, what's the price tag? If Moshe Mitzvah would have to give up uh, 2,000 lives for that, I don't know if he would do it. Of course he should do all your effort. To, uh, there's no mitzvah bigger than Pidyan Shui. Uh, we're not coming to minimize the midst of opinion from Chassam. We're just trying to say it's how you weigh things. When there's tzorcha klal versus tzorcha prat, and something which is a klal oriented, Rabbi said, it just happens today that this morning I spoke it over to the boys in our base. There's a, a something, a phenomena called study leave. What's a shot study leave? That when they have A levels, and A-level is really nothing to sneeze at. It's a very important thing. So there's study leave. What's up, Shat study leave? There's no school. And what happens to base? Like they don't have to come to base. So here comes in the good of that. One second. How many hours do you revise a day? So the average boy revises four to six hours a day. Tops. 
So why can't you come to base and learn till 11, and then you have the whole day to revise? Efshar easy l'kaim shnem. Easy. It's very easy to become shnem. And then themselves said that there are a few that revise 12 hours a day. But it's, it's 3%. Maybe not even. The 97%, if they put in 5, 6 hours a day, it's a lot. So why is it understood that when this... So I was speaking, I'm speaking to the boys the last couple of days, that's a struggle. What's, uh, why shouldn't it be based in the morning if you have to revise 6 hours a day? And what about the, the understanding that Torah, you never give up? Never. <laughs> so Lamai said they all, Amoida, uh, uh, um, we, we waste tons of hours anyway. We do. Again, Chutzu knows 3%. And the parents tell me that otherwise they'll wake up at 9, 10 o'clock anyway, in the morning. So absolutely can't shame. But then comes the Taina, but I, I revise the best in the morning. It's true I have afterwards 16 hours to revise, but the morning hours, pumped from 9 to 11, ah! Those are the best hours of the day. And those are the hours of the base, Malasot. Laide, laide, but there's no choice. Nahon? Again, so, so I, I told him a little bit at this point, how much what we're learning today. I said, oh boy, say, we're trying to establish a Malcolm Taira in Northwest London. That should be a Geshmaka, normal, high school yeshiva, like you have everywhere in the world. I agree that it could be that from 9 to 11 is the best hours of the day. Lomazogan, that's true. But if, if, if that's how we're going to do it, and everybody will now focus and leave, we won't have a base. We won't have a Mokam Torah. A Mokam Torah that for seven or eight weeks is closed down because 9 to 11 punct is the best hours. That's not a way to build a Mokam Torah. So each one has to give up a little bit from his personal comfort and start revising at 11 instead of at 9. And somehow to make up those hours later on in the day. That's what we need to make a Mokam Torah. Malasot. If everyone is going to try to do just what's the most convenient and, and best for him, so everybody will take care of himself, and the master won't be a Malcolm Torah. So they'll listen to it. And the good is that you need, I tell them, you need a team to do something, and a team means that you overlook your personal comfort. I said, take the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Look what he did. Whatever you say about Lubavitch, look what he did. He has 4,000 shluchim living in Ekveld, in Vietnam, in Bangkok, in Bombay, with wives, children, everything. And the Lamavich couldn't have done it by himself. He needs a team of 4,000 idealistic people to do it. And they're mevater on their personal comfort for this ideal. But if everybody's going to be focusing on his personal comfort, goodbye Charlie. Loi kaklom. Nothing's going to happen anywhere. Uh, nowhere. Nowhere could you build anything if people are focusing on the individual. Never. They have to sacrifice something of the individual for the, for the club. Ain malasot. Those are the rules. If we're interested in doing what's comfortable, so then there won't be a mukam Torah on Sundays, and shuls will be empty on Sunday mornings even though people don't go to work, because everybody's focusing on what's comfortable for him. And for him, it's comfortable to read the newspaper with a cup of coffee from 9 to 11 in the mornings. As my colleague, fine. And so there's no cold terror. That's a biggie side. So, boy said, the mission is giving a good advice to the Yachid. Don't hang around these people of Rishus and think that you'll become friendly with them and they'll care about you as an individual. They won't. But it's not necessarily a gnai. That's their job. Uh, I, I don't know. Look, look how he says it over here. He says, A malachun nivdal. A malachun nivdal. And in the comments, it sounds wrong, but again, maybe it's not. They're focused on the cloud, whatever is good for the cloud. Yeah. You're right. You know why? Because probably at the end of the day, most politicians really just care about themselves. That's what it sounds like. But Be'etzem, you can't think about Kotler just cared about himself. I'm just giving a dogma. 
Ba'etzim there's the Indian that sometimes when you do things for a cloud, you have to look, overlook the, the, the comfort of individuals. Ein manasot. Okay, so here, when it comes to the Rishus, Shkach, Shkach. Thank you. Wow. Sarah Mashkim. Sarah Mashkim made it, Ralph. He's the one that made it. Okay? Uh, over here, and Echidami, over here we're speaking about the Torvus individual. He'll have to one day make a Cheshben. What's better for the Enechidami? But here the Mishnah is speaking about as an individual, don't expect that they're going to hold, they're going to be your friends. It doesn't happen there. You're right that if it's in day-to-day politics, it's a negative thing. That they just care about themselves, and they don't care, and today their best friend, tomorrow it could be, they could stab him in the back, 100%. But there is a Nakuda here, that when you're building something of a cloud, you've got to overlook a little bit the comfort of a Yochid. Yes. Meaning, he, even if he's not mecham on the Shem Shemaim, so then he gives a... Yeah. Especially then, he wants to leave the sun something. Right? So in his interest that he had, that the cloud should be well, because that's in the Yerusha, which is in the sun. Yes. So meaning he, he has a built-in... It's also, he wants the cloud, maybe Shlola Shem Shemaim, but he wants to have a cloud. Nachon? And again, any Rosh Hashiva that's he usually plans this, such a takeover. Nachon? I, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know I don't know if it's if it's if it's if that's a good thing or not. I mean, if he's Roy, why not? Yes, meaning you're saying practically speaking, it's a Mila. They say, what's the difference between a regular politician and a leader? A regular politician thinks about the next elections, and the leader thinks about the next door, the next generation. Okay. But you're saying, Vaita, the next door is for his son. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. What? Even if, uh, even while it was being, his Madriga fell. It's not only once that he stayed on. He had to do it, but there's still his Ratzul Rob Echab only. Because he, ch- he had to do what he had to do. But Lamai said, from that the Gemara learns, Godel Tamutari Yosem Hatzos Nefoshes. Can you imagine Lamai Mechazal? Godel Tamutari Yosem Hatzos Nefoshes. So the Chofetz Chaim says, in the Sefer Shem Oilam, he says, Af Le'enei Basar, it doesn't appear like that. But if there are two people that were Kuvayat Alun Chavus at 9 o'clock, and one showed up at 9 o'clock and started to learn. The other one showed up at 9.30 because he's from the Atzala. And he saved someone's life. So who accomplished more in that half an hour? What would we say? The one from the Atzala. No, the one who learned more. Hi, the one from Atzala had to do it. And if he wouldn't have done it, he would have been a Rutzayach. But Lomais, the one who learned Torah, accomplished more. It's a Meritik and you should make it up for it. Good. Okay, I'll be safe. Again, the Shukhanoch, we're looking for Shabbos, I never chance to look it up yet. In Shukhanoch, I'm in one of the Tzadiks. Tzadik, 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 it says that Kol HaRisek B'Tzachit Tzibur, Kiloim it says, there is, it's a Yerushalmi. Again, this is the balance of life. Uh, the whole time, that's the balance. It's never clear cut. It's this or that. Okay. Fine. Okay. We're in the last lines on page Shinzain. Lekach eina rishus mekarev es ha'odam letovosoy shel odam. She'ein lo kiru vela odam. Like the Mishnah says later on, Rabbi Yossi was recording it, I'm bring it down. What?
And it's not cynical. He's saying that that's what the mission means. And again, I always say, you know, someone once told me, uh, uh, and someone about my age, who, my guy, myself, used to teach a lot of this. He would say he makes every day a bracha, Shelo Asani Rosh Moisad. And again, it's the good. If you get, if you get close to Rosh Moisad, you notice, uh, I know from my experience, my personal experience, as being employee of the Rosh Moisad, and I'm not saying anything derogatory, but no matter how close you feel that you are to them, mamish buddy buddies, at the end of the day, his Moisad is what counts. And that's, and that's how he looks at things. And that's how it should be. The Pasha's, that's how it should be. Nachon? Nachon? It's known that Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonnefeld, Zatzal, he had a, a, a gmach for kalas, kalot aniot. And he, in those days in Yerushalayim, the mamash was needed. And once his granddaughter came over to him and said, I'm a kala, I'd like to get a... And he said, I cannot give you. And he said, Why? So he said, again, he says, there's a Yetzahar of money that most people are nichshol in it, but you could find Bnei Aliyah that overcome that taiva of mammon. And then comes the taiva of COVID, which is even harder to be misgaber, and there's less that are oymen on that. But the one that everybody fails is when it comes to their own children and grandchildren. Here people fail left, right, and center. And they convince themselves... Uh, and so on. If I'm going to start giving you money, I'm going to look at the gmach as some kind of chetim to help my grandchildren, and that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be looking after the cloud. I said, I don't want to put myself in a situation that I'm helping out my granddaughters. So she said, because I'm your granddaughter, I'm less than anybody else? And he said, yes. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. Nahan. There is an equivalent. It's a Gemara. Nuno means we agree or disagree? I don't know. I just want to know. <laughs> it means if you really, again, the same concept. It's, again, the same concept. You really want to start learning? You really want to like, know the step step, the step step, the step step? Yeah? Ramot has reminded me the, the story of the Vilna Gwen and his sister. She didn't see him for 32 years. And then she heard that her brother became such a knacker, so she traveled all the way to Vilna to say hello to, to her brother. And she came in, and he came out towards her, and he said, Hi, how are you? And after two minutes, he said, Thank you so much for coming. And he's going back to Israel. So she said, I didn't see you for 32 years. You're giving me two minutes? That's what she asked the guy. So the guy caught onto his beard, which was already turning white, and said, you see, I got already white hairs? That means soon I'm going to be called in. Like you told me that's called the Harazesim Betelachs. And Yetz Hashem Oilab Habo will sit and schmooze as much as he want. First of all, she got a bracha from the guy to make it to Habo. Yeah. But here I can't, I can't. So again, we could look at it and say, it's cruel, but that's the only way. I go and become a go That's the only way to do it. <laughs> what? Rabbi Kivan and his wife? That's the only way. It's again the same idea. When there's some kind of, okay, ideal, we have to give up a personal comfort. Okay, I'll be sorry. That's the one page, Shin Ches. But now he's going back to what it says, Echoi v'samalacha. So what does he say? Again, he's coming to exclude, I must say that that's how, I, before I learned this Maral, that's how I always looked at it. I thought working is a klola. It's not a goal in its own. It's a means. And you should try to, don't enjoy it, and try to avoid it. If you have to make a panasa, okay, go ahead and make a panasa. But, but, but should you love your job? Not be dumb, it's a klola. All the Mauritians didn't have to work at all. 
Malacha Asharis, a Yutzelim Lobasar, what does it say over there? He had everything ready for him. So, now that we do have to work, fine. So you, you drag your foot and you go work. Should you enjoy it? Should you like it? No. That's what I thought. But look what, look what it says in this Mishnah. Shmaya says, Ehoiv is a malacha. Ehoiv means like it. So let's see what this means. Okay. I think this is a very good Mishnah to learn in, in this place, no? In Mugs. Torahim Dechaz, huh? Again, Nunu. I'm getting mixed up. What does Nunu mean? I'm sorry, I'm Bemis. No? What? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I once took a Bavom Yeshua. There was a Shiva of, of Risk. A Bavom Yeshua Soloveitchik. It's Manyan. I never met him till then, till the story of and I never met him since then. Even though I lived in Jerusalem, and he's in Jerusalem, I saw him from far, at Chassis, whatever, but like, to talk to him, I just never had the discourse, unfortunately. And I was uh, taking him home from an engagement party, you know who? Uh, the daughter of Reb Simcha Bambager, the Magadshir from Manchester. You know, you know last week, I was just to, uh, uh, a short, a long story short, last week I wasn't here, you know how come I wasn't here? I already came back from Eretz Yisrael at 1, 2 o'clock, but I, can, I thought I'm going to come back later. And that's a come, initially, there was, I, I said there won't be a share. But then there's a kehila in Manchester called Or Yerushalayim that inaugurated uh, a Bet Knesset. And they asked me, they invited me to come. So I said, I'm sorry, I'm landing in London only at 9 p.m. So I said, we'll pay you the ticket to land a little bit earlier. Okay. So I landed in London. They bought me the ticket, fine, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. But then, once we landed, the plan was to take a plane to Manchester. Last week, if you remember, on Sunday there were ashes over Manchester. So they sent a car to pick me up. Now, it's so happened to me that Rabbi Simcha Bambagir was with me on the plane with his son. And they sent a car, a driver, with his friend. So we're five people, and it was a mini, mini Mars. Only two doors, and we had luggage. Handbags, not big luggage, but handbags, just handbags. So all five of us are sitting in this mini Mars. There's only two doors. Of course, Rabbi Simcha Bamberger sat next to the driver. First of all, he's a Kabbalah, he's a Kabbalah, and he's six foot two. So he sits there, and the three of us sat on the back, and every time the car gave it like a little step or something, we all met. Mamash sardines. It's a kind of argosha for three and a half hours. When I came out of that car, I felt like, I'll call upon him. So, simple Babaga, so he, he, he knows Shas. He says, Dafyomi three times a day. He's, he's a real personality. So, it came out that Grada, he helped me very much with the dress that I wanted to speak that night. Behulu, behulu, fine. His daughter, about 15 years ago, got engaged to my cousin. Fine. And my cousin was learning by the So, uh, the Baalas Simcha, I don't remember now who it was. Efshir was from Simcha Bamberger himself. I don't remember now who it was. The Baalas Simcha asked me at the engagement, please take a Babam Yeshua home. I had a car, take him home. Fine. So we're sitting in the car, just the two of us. And he's a brisker in the Gansachalois. Yeah. You know, brisk. The Dech brisk. And I'm sitting there, and, and he, so I'm speaking to him in Hebrew, and he answers me in Yiddish. He understands Hebrew perfectly. He was born in Israel. And um, so I told him a word of the Maral in Kochim. Because I know the briskers are into Kochim. I told him, you know, the Mishnah says in, in Horeas, Koen Godol Makrib Oinen, Ve'eno Oichel Oinen. That's a Mishnah in Horeas. Oinen is the state of, between the Ptir and the Kvura. A regular Jew is potter from all the mitzvahs then. A Koen Godol could make a, there's a heter of Aninus by a Koen Godol. And he could offer korbanas even though he's an oinan. He cannot eat the korbanas when he's an oinan. Kohen Godel makriv oinan, the eino oichel oinan. That's the Mishnah. So without going into deep things, it's mashma that achila is more chomer. Because akrova you allow him to do, and achila not. And that's known that akrova is always more chomer than achila. It's always the opposite. A baal mum. He could be oichel, but he can't be makriv. So what's up shot by Kohen Godel? So the Ma'al says in Parshat Sav, I'll tell you the Peshat, V'day ha'krova is more chomer than achila. Hai, koen godl makriv oinen, ve'eno oichel oinen, because when he's makriv, he's a koen godl. He's wearing shmoin of godim. 
when he's oichel, he's not eating alts koin godol. There's no achila of koin godol. There's achila of a koin. He doesn't wear shmoin of godim when he's oichel. And the heter of aninus was said only when he's functioning as a koin godol. So the difference between that krov and achila is not a krov and achila, rather the gavra changes. When he's makriv, er is a koin godol. A koin godol has a heter of aninus. When he's oichel, he's not anymore a koin godol, so to speak. He's functioning as a regular koin. A regular koin. Okay. Did I tell you, did I ever tell you this story? What? He's not eating out coin godl, he's eating out coin. He's a regular coin. He's not a barosh, the Mishnah says in Yuma. Okay. Okay. So he tells me in Yiddish, there's a devolt. Who says this word? I say the Gulalia. Gulalia? He wanted to make sure we're speaking about the same one. El Ketrut Tzuzamen Metereblo Mizrachin. Is he the one printed together with Rebbeleu Mizrachin? Okay, again, where I come from, you know, it's like funny. It's like to say the Magid Mishnah is Chashu because he's printed together with the Mari Kukus and the Rambam. But anyway, from his point of view, it's totally legitimate because Rebbeleu Mizrachin is very much known. So I told him, yeah, yeah. Together with the Sif Sechachamim and the Levush, and we say, there's a few more others on the page. I don't believe it. That's how he talks. I thought he's a philosoph. He tells me into numbers. He's almost talking like a London. Of course, he says, "Tell me another word of the Maran al So I told him uh, one little more. Rabbi said it's a little bit no get to Pasha Shavua. And it says the last mission Chagiga that we do not allow the clans, the Kohanim to touch the Shulchan during the Yom Tev, even though they're Beches Kastara, because after the Yom Tev, we're Choshesh Lemafreya, that they're Tameh, and then we're going to have to be Tevel the Shulchan, put a Shulchan into a Mikveh, and it says, Lechem Lefonai Tomid. The Shulchan constantly has to be functioning 24-7. So the Gemara asks, according to the way the Rashi is learning there, and what about Menoira? It says also, Lalois Ner Tomid. So it says Rashi, Tomid by Menoira doesn't mean 24-7, it means on a regular basis. But in the daytime, it's, uh, it's, it's not functioning. Flectosis, in the name of Rabbeinu al Khanan, and what about Nerma Aravi? That was 24-7. Tosis Kasha. Says the Maral, it's, even Nerma Aravi is not Kasha. And he says the following about this. Alechem in the Shulchan is a din in the Shulchan. The Shulchan has four feet. The Shulchan has all kinds of kalim. The shulchan has to schlep on it 24-7, the lechem. It's din me'ashulchan. Ma'ashe'enkenel ma'arovi is not a din in the menorah. It's a din in the adlaka. It says, I'll prove it to you. Parashas Truma that speaks about doing the kelim. So it says over there to do the shulchan and its details. And it says lechem. It says over there to put on the lechem. That means it's part and parcel of the shulchan. Ma'ashe'enken by the menorah in Parashas Truma, what does it say? Gvi'ea, kaftorea, but it doesn't say to light a candle. That's only written in Parshat Tetzavah or in Parshat Baloischa. So you see, it's not a din in the menorah. There's no din you should have a menorah tamid. When you have a menorah, light a ner tamid. But there's no din to have a menorah tamid. So if you have to table it, you should be table it. Indirectly, that will cause that you won't have a nermar ravi. That's only indirectly. By the shulchan, by the lechem, it's a din in the shulchan. You have to have a shulchan tamid. If it, and if you want, if you could be terrible at the shulchan, it's chaser. So he tells me, tells me, tells me. So I say, go on. Get to my blood. You want to make sure? I never know he talks that way. The emiss is when he's talking in Agatha, he's also talking that way. Bidiuk. It's the same one, this. I don't believe it. He asked me to tell him a third word. Yeah, wait a second. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go for it. I told him a third word, and he told me then, when I, we already reached home, I mean his home, it was only a 10 minute drive, says, every time I have a kind of word like that of the Maral, I should come tell him. And his Talmidim told me, and that's how come I write the story, that when he likes a word, he says, Nunu. The way Amos does. That's what he does. And here he said, I don't believe it, come over to my house again. I, I never did it. Uh, this happened about 15 years ago. I don't know, maybe it's my Batlanus. I never took, it, took, took upon him. But he, 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 he was Yoyt Semina Kelly from the Londres of the Maral. He said, I don't believe that that's where Maral's walk. A lot of times when you mention the name of the Maral to people, they start, it sounds like a phone number. 
Oh, five, seven, two, nine, three, six, eight, oh. Like, you know, they rattle off numbers, but the miles into numbers. Okay, needless to explain. Okay, Rabbi said. I just reminded myself of that story because of the Nunu of Rabamus. Okay. So, so you're to blame, Rabamus. Okay. V'haven ech yifligu chachomi ba'av asamalacha. Says the Maral, look at Chazal, we're maflig. How would you say it in English, maflig? You know, spoke out. What? Okay. The, the, the mile of malacha. Befrat kasher ohev la'asos malacha. Meaning the mile of malacha will come about when a person likes it. K'moy she'omar eho v'samalacha. V'roi tzalomar she'ikar ha'mayla kasher oye v'samalacha. V'lo amar b'chor lecha malacha. Doesn't say choose yourself a panasa. Here, let's look at footnote 1044. A person shouldn't go ahead and say, I gotta work, okay, I'll shut my feet. Against this world. The Dorsho, this is that the Maharaj is going to quote soon. Ashrecha bo'ilam hazeh, v'toib l'chol lo'ilam haba. Okay. So now, let's see, what's taka the nekuda? What, what should you like about malacha? What, what is the taka? So he says like this. Uvepeer kama debroches, omar, godol anene meigia kapoi, yoyser meire shamayim. That's what Maharaj says. Someone who's nene from meigia kapoi is more than meire shamayim. Deilu benene meigia kapoi ksiv, Right. Yes, very good point. But the way he'll explain it, you'll see that it's almost impossible to differentiate between the the the, 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 the siba and the mesuvav. You're saying that no, it should be from the mesuvav. That he has no money, he could live. And love after what he did and how he did. And the chinami, good point. Let's see how the man is going to explain this. Why is that so? Again, he's not asking, which is also a kasha. Why should an enemy be more than a Yerush That's not his kasha. The, the going asked That's the going's kasha. But that's not the Maraz kasha at this stage. The Maraz kasha is, could you please tell me why he gets such an unbelievable zchah? Why? So he says like this. Upirush dovel ze. Ki anene migia kapoi asherim maise yodov, meaning he's enjoying from what? From shalom, from himself. Vuhu asher mistapik bumashinasna shemizbach, vedailo bumashi yeshlo. It's meaning, nene doesn't mean he enjoys his job. That's not what it means. Rather, he's content. He's content with what he has. That's what it means. He's not walking around feeling chaser. That's the adgashe He's content Okay? If he wouldn't have been content with what he has, Let's read footnote 1048. And the Siva Oishar, by said the Maral, and the Sefer, this is the Siva Oishar, he's also, it's almost word for word what he wrote here in the Rechaim, but he, as usual, he always adds, and that's the point that he adds over there. The Kamenosel on the Emar, the Ein Ketz, the Kol Amolo, Gam Eino Lotiz Ba'oishar. Kumoish Shekosel, Lakach, but the Siva Oishar, Parabik Mazur Shano, Hefech Hamida Azois, of his Tapkus, the opposite of being content, Misha Eino Lotiz Ba'oishar, the Tamid Hu Roitze Od, the Hi Amida Hamaguna Biyoisar, if a person always wants more, that's a terrible midah. Or maybe a la'adam chison arbe. Af b'mashi yesh lo v'huroi lo. It's not only he's lacking what he doesn't have, 
he's lacking what he, what he does have. That's his point. Meaning, if a person wants a million, and he has only 750,000, it's not only the quarter million chaserlo, and there's 750,000 sheyesh lo Right? The past Shavu was soita. Was taken away from him. Meaning something interesting happens to a person. When a person wants something which he does not deserve, so he definitely will not get that because he doesn't deserve it, but he's, he's placing himself now in a different category than he was before. And therefore, whatever was whatever Kajbahu gave him till now, which should be sufficient for him, Hoidas Baldin, that's not sufficient for me. And if it's not sufficient, why should I give it to you? So he's putting himself in a situation that whatever he has is Nisht Ganuk, it's Chaser, and whatever he doesn't have, for sure he doesn't deserve. So consequently he's gonna lose Karach Mikan the Karach Mikan. It's a Right? So what does it mean? An enemy a cup of means? He's happy. That's what it means. Well, let's go back to the morale over here. Meaning, if you're happy with your job, it has to be that you feel that you have enough. You see, Ratzon, which means I want it, has to do with Svia. But if a person has a job which doesn't give him enough, he can't have enough from it. So here has to do with what you're saying. That the Anah is, that it gives me what I need. It fulfills my needs. Yeah? Meaning that's because they don't like their job? He's a dentist, he would prefer to be someone else? But, but that's not what the Pesach is speaking about. Meaning the Pesach is speaking about that he's content with what he has. Where is that in the Pesach? I guess Achilles, I know. Meaning you should, you should eat from what you do. Okay. Okay. But Achila, Rabbi said, it's a Rashi M'sochim in Perik Shaini. Rashi says, a lot of times when it says, lo ya'ochel, lo ya'ochel, the Gemara says, it's Yisra Anah. Says Rashi, you know why? Because most Tanahs lead up to food. Oh, Rashi. That's what he says. Okay. Mestabik, ve'eino chasa l'kachu nene migi ha'kapo. M'pnei se ne'mar alav, ashrecha bo'y l'mazeh, v'toyv l'cha bo'y l'mhaba. Again, means means he's intrinsically content. So he's not lacking. Meaning he should have oilam haba b'shlemus. That's exactly the situation of a fetus in his mother's womb. What's so great about being a fetus in your mother's womb? You're not a gvir. You're not going around with a Bentley. You have all what you need. Give a look at what I said in footnote 1051. It says there's a candle lining above him. If you don't think that you're lacking anything, you can never compare yourself to a situation in Mephitis, 
מכל מקום, כל אשר הוא יותר בלתי חסר, אז רגע זה לא מפחיד את חסר, והוא עשיר בדייטוי, הוא יותר קורא ולנר הזה. והיינו דאמרים בפרק כמה דברכס, הנהנה מגיע כפה, מפני שהוא שמח בחלקו, אשר נסו לו השם יזבוח, וטוב לו בו, ראוי שיהיה בטוב. ולכך נאמר לה, וטוב לך בו אלם הבא, שכולו יטוב. הרי לך כי הנהנה מגיע כפיו, זוכה לאוילם הבא, שהוא אוילם עליון. וזהו הנר שדואג אליו, הוא ניצוץ מן העליונים. ולכך אומר, ואין לך יומים שאודם שורי בטוב כמו אלו היומים. בבטן אימוי אינו חוסר כלום, כאשר אמרנו, כמו שאמרנו, וכאשר אינו חוסר, שרוי בטוב. וניברו אודם, הלינה הזה גם כן, שיהיה אושר בדייטוי, ולא יהיה חוסר כלל. ובזה הוא אדם שלם, כאשר ראוי להיות אדם שלם. Meaning, he said again, I'm going to say, that when, I, when a person feels that he's Sameach Bechelkoi, he's the most shalom person he could be. Now, so once a person's alive, obviously he has to do it on his own. No, no, that's not called, it's not shaykh, that's chosah b'tzuras adam. The whole mahus of adam is, then he makes it on his own. Ani chosav kames. Soinam. He's a nice son. 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 When he goes over there to explain that there's three trumas in the Mishkan. Trumas uh, HaMishkan, and then trumas HaAdonim, and trumas HaMizbech. The last two were fixed prices. Machzis HaShekel. Machzis HaShekel for each one. HaAshir Lo Yarbe, V'Adar Lo Yamit. However, the truma of the Mishkan, Kol Yish HaSher Yitvenu Libo. Everybody, as much as he wants, gives. Explains the Maharal, what's the nature of these three trumas? It's parallel to the three components of Chet HaEgel. In the Egel, we, they were Mishtachavet, that's with the Guf. And they also, with their Das, they said, Eila Elohecha Yisrael. And they contribute. They contribute to the Egel. Says the Ma'al, that's exactly parallel, the three Trumas. The Adonim is connected the Guf, which is the Nusa of the Mishkan. And then comes the, the Korbanus, which is the Chapa and Afshaseichem, which is connected the Machshav and Avadazah. And then each one, now we goes and says, that's how come the other two are fixed prices. Because everybody, no matter how much you weigh and how tall you are, you're called chatsi guf, chatsi neshama. It's called chatsi chatsi. And therefore, machzis a shekel. And he goes and explaining it, mamash niflamoy, that there's 20 geira in a full shekel, 10 in each one, and he shows that there's 10 components in the neshama and 10 components in the guf. Bidiuk. When it comes to money, here we, you can't say everybody's equal. Some have more, some have less. So therefore, when it comes to this truma, which is the mechaper and the donation to the Mishkan, it's not a fixed price. Rather, each one gives as much as he wants. Asks the... Uvechol mo'idecha. Nachon? Those three components, bidiyuk, tomod. Asks the maral, what do you mean each one should give as much as he wants? What will be if a millionaire will give just 10 pounds? And a guy who's a poor man will give 100 pounds? So you want it to, it to be proportional to what they have. Do it like income tax. You know, the rich should give more and the poor should give less. But some shot, each one gives as much as he wants. It could come out that the, those who don't have will give a lot and those who do have won't give any. Like we're going to see in, in the next week in Metz Hashem. So you know what he answers? That's exactly what Moshe Rabbeinu said. The rich should give a lot and the poor should give little. But what defines if you're rich or poor? How much you give? It's burn kachas. If you give a lot, that means you're sameach b'chelkecha, and that means you're a rich person, so give a lot. If you give little, that means you're an ani, even though if you have 20 million pounds in the bank, you're an ani, and an ani should give less. That's pretty good what Mishra said. The usher, the everyone should give a portion to what he is. That's what he says, and that's what. And he says, that's the pshat, Ezo Asher, Samech Mechelko. Meaning, the Kiddush Ezo Asher, Samech Mechelko. I always understood Ezo Asher, Samech Mechelko means psychologically. If you're happy with, not, money, not pounds and dollars. Second, you know, simcha. It's a definition of a shirus even monetary ways. Monetary wise. Even that way. What's called the usher in money? If he feels he has a lot. And what's called the ani monetary wise? If he feels he doesn't have enough. What's the manifestation if he feels he has a lot or enough? How much is he willing to give? 
If he's willing to give, that means he has enough. No one's willing to give to others if he feels he doesn't have enough for himself. That's the psychology of a, the psychology of a person. If you're willing to give, that means you feel you have enough. And that means you're a big usher. And if you give a little, that means you feel you don't have enough. So you're honey. The Gurayah, the Rabbi said in the beginning, the Gurayah, the which is printed together with the Blom Mizrahi, and the, the same one. <laughs> That's what he says there. The Moshe the Gazach, Moshe Rabbeinu did it that way. That the rich should give a lot, and the poor should give a little. But what defines if you're rich and poor is not absolute numbers in your bank account, it's rather how you treat your bank account. And how you treat if you feel that you have enough. That's what he says. How much are we supposed to finish? I just want to know. Just tell me how much What's again the Tukhnit? Uh huh. Because uh, like we should finish 925? Okay, we'll finish 925. That's what it is. He says, Oh, this Amalekha means be, love the fact that you're sustaining yourself and you're eating from what you yourself are doing. That's what you love. It doesn't mean enjoy your work. No. It doesn't mean enjoy your work, 100%. It doesn't mean enjoy your work. It means... What? Of independence. Okay. But, yeah, but... Nachon... Bidiuk, bidiuk. In a deeper sense, for sure, you're right. But it means don't enjoy the fact that what you're doing, rather enjoy the fact that you could finance yourself. Yes. Okay. I don't know, maybe it does. Elv is a malacha, especially if you see the context. Which means Elvis a malacha, and don't go into a bonus which don't have malacha. And it means enjoy the fact that you are living on yourself. Yeah. Yes. But if a person is not satisfied with what he has, and he's going arms around with al-gosh of chaser, he'll never be oy of the mulacha. That's his connection. If I'm going around with the feeling that I don't have enough, so nothing will suffice me. Because I always feel chaser. Yes. Bidiuk. Bidiuk. Okay. So, so Rabbi said, that's the kitoiv. So Rabbi said, I guess we'll stop here. And he Hashem... Next week, we'll show a toy bomb with slachas. Okay, call to the Basilica of Obisai.